You're listening to Mission Lab. Mission Lab. From our living new man, Ben Here's our parents, Sean and Camille Brace. Welcome to Mission Lab. My name is Camille Brace, and I'm here with my husband, Sean. And this is episode 27. And today we are talking about it's Christmas time. Well, just about how to be missional for Christmas yes. without putting on a program. Without putting on a program. Okay. Although so, I do love a good Christmas well, program. Well, she does love a good Christmas program, but. Um, yeah, it's that time of year again. Cue the, it's the most wonderful time of... Um, I know some of us are still, if we're in the United States of America, still um, waking up from our overeating at Christmas, uh, uh, Thanksgiving, I should say. Uh, we're recording this before Thanksgiving, but we anticipate a good time. But it's never too early to start thinking about Christmas and I figured we ought to talk about these ideas before it was too late. So we're not even out of November yet, but we have been listening to Christmas music since like July, haven't we, Camille? No, we started a couple of weeks ago, though. Not November a couple of weeks one. ago. That's, yeah, November that's, 1. That's more than three weeks ago. We used to listen to start listening to Christmas music on November 15, which is my dad's birthday, but... He made a unilateral decision this year that it would be turned up to November 1. So here we are. We've been listening to Christmas music for um, for over three weeks. So today, so today we're going to give you just a few... wants to get running. A few pointers on... I was told today <laughs> by a friend, Jason Harkins, hello Jason, that it might not be a bad thing to make our episodes longer. Camille. Oh, interesting. What do you think about that? Interesting. Thank you, Jason, for that <laughs> suggestion. No. So I want to specifically look especially at these ideas, um, how to be missional without putting on a big production. Nothing against big productions, but again, we're trying to be missional, investing in people and not putting on programs. And I think a lot of times churches, the most um, outward focus thing they do at Christmas is to simply ask people to come and attend their big production. And that's putting on programs and not necessarily investing in people. Nothing against, nothing against those who do it. But if we're going to be missional, before you say anything else, Camille, we have to get going. So don't say anything. In full disclosure, Sean, I think you've forgotten that I'm the one planning our Christmas program at our yeah. church. And I think that's fine. However, that is not the end all be all. Yeah. We have other several um, things that we do at Christmas time. And I'm actually going to start with the first one because I love this one. All right. The first one. Go for it. So, Without further ado, go. Um. We've actually done it for the last several years. We started doing it when we were in New Hampshire. I think we maybe missed a year or two based on super cold weather or just having small babies. But um, going Christmas caroling in your neighborhood or in another friend's neighborhood, it is amazing the responses that we have gotten. People don't go out and go carol anymore and just like sing at people's doors. And when we went out, I think in our neighborhood, I don't know if it was last year, maybe the year before, we like brought them home-baked goods that I had made we or whatever. brought them figgy pudding. 
Um, hopefully it wasn't no, the year where didn't. I messed up on the, the chocolate chip pumpkin yes. bread and too much, put too much, uh, baking soda. Baking soda yeah. But anyways, so Christmas Karen is an, a great way. If you don't know your neighbors already to get to know them, unless if you, you don't already know, know how them, to sing, then don't do Christmas <laughs> caroling because your neighbors may not want to. If you, you already know them, it's just another way to make a connection. And I think you'll find that people just love that nostalgic yeah like from the past like this is how we do christmas in the u.s um this is so, how it used to be i remember yeah. we did this in new hampshire and don't you remember this camille when we were living in new hampshire we brought people from our church around to do it and i remember going to a house and when we were at that house they said oh yeah my daughter who lives like a couple houses down she called me up and told me that you guys had just done this and it made her christmas it was like the greatest thing, and it never ceases to amaze me how impactful just something as simple as going around, knocking on your neighbor's door, and just bursting into joy to the world or whatever it is, um, it just it just really brings a smile to people's faces, and it brings good cheer and, like you say, nostalgia. We do this um, Christmas, Christmas Eve, Eve at, your parents. at my parents' house in Massachusetts. And, and we've had people listen and become teary-eyed i don't know if that's because we sound so terrible (laughs) (laughs) or uh no but i'm sure it's just it's just that you know that most wonderful time of the year feeling and just thinking about um for us at least christ's birth and what he's done for us and um yeah for many people it just brings out about a lot of sentiment and so very simple cost nothing go around sing christmas carols uh number two and and these are many of these things are fairly obvious but um Number two, have a neighborhood Christmas party and invite people uh, from your neighborhood and just have a good time, you know, play Christmas games. Um, Or you could do this with your missional community, which we're going to be doing in a couple of weeks, right? We're going to have our missional community. We're going to have the kids watching a Christmas movie. We're going to play hopefully adult Christmas games. And, you know, we're inviting people in our broader missional community. And there are several ways that you can, you know, do a Christmas party. You could have each person bring a special ornament that means something to them. Or you could have, you know, a pie bake-off where everyone kind of brings their favorite Christmas dessert or pie. Or, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't have to be anything complicated. Um, you could have it as a potluck or you could have it just as like, um, you know, kind of like a snacky type thing. Don't mm-hmm. feel like you have to... Put yeah. on this ginormous... And, and this can be as general and non-religious as you think it it should be if you're inviting people who are completely unchurched to your Christmas party. Um, don't feel like you have to have a sermon there where you talk about the birth of Jesus. Although, you know, you can have at, at some point during it, you know, just words of thanksgiving and people sharing what they're thankful for How during you've been the blessed season. this year. How you've been blessed this year. And, you know, you can read, you know, the Christmas story from the book of Matthew or, or Luke or whatever. And it's a it's a way to, to share that story without being too offensive because that's that's what this time of year is all about. So, yeah, have a have a neighborhood Christmas party, have a missional community Christmas party and just invite people to come and uh, interact with other people in your missional community in a very easy spirited uh nostalgic time of year so that's number two number three camille 
attend um, Christmas events in your town. Our favorite one that we attend every single year. We mentioned this last week briefly. Yes, that I was wasn't supposed to apparently. Is our Christmas parade? Like absolutely love it. I had never been to a Christmas parade before we moved to Bangor, and I think we missed the first year. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think we knew it. Yeah, and then um, every year we've gone to since, except one year I think they canceled because of rain. But we've stood out there and. You know, 16 degree weather, and we've set, stood out there in 50 degree weather, but it's always a great time. We always go with friends um, in the community, and the kids love it. And it's just, it's it's been a big blessing for yeah, us. Yeah. So I don't know, your your town may or your city may not have a Christmas parade, but it has other Christmas events. Maybe it has a nativity scene at a, a local church or whatever the case. We've may done be. that too. We've yeah. gone to. Um, yeah one of our local churches, a local church um, in our area. Yeah. They have a whole nativity, yeah, like with hundreds up. and hundreds of nativity, nativity different yeah. nativity things. That yeah. has been really neat. Um, so yeah, just find events in your community that you can both attend and be a part of the community and go with people who you're doing life with, um, unchurched people, non-Christians, people in your missional community. I would also say... Uh, if you have children that are in your larger missional community or those that you're doing life with, and if they had have school Christmas concerts, you know, go to those, support those. Those are good. Yep. Those, you know, as a parent, when you have other adults who are investing in the lives of your children, there's nothing that speaks to your heart more than, you know, people taking an interest in supporting your children and celebrating what they uh, they're doing and, you know, performing and all that. So, yeah. Um, so number four is, and this kind of goes back to number two to some degree, but if your work or your office or whoever you work with or for, if there's Christmas parties going on, attend the parties. Okay. Um, don't, you know, especially if you are a little bit more conscientious about your personal conduct, i.e. you don't drink alcohol or whatever, attend those anyway, because it can be very, very um, impactful. It's incarnational. You don't have to participate in the things that you don't want to participate in, whether, again, it's drinking or whatever. But just Jesus attended such gatherings, and um, he was he did it to such a degree that people accused him of being a, 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 a drunkard and a glutton. So yeah, go to those Christmas parties, enjoy your, yourself with your friends and coworkers, and so forth. Um, so yeah, attend such events, or if there's a school Christmas party or whatever, just. Be involved with the lives of people. So a lot of these suggestions we have made are kind of larger, can be kind of larger group situations. So the next suggestion. Well, I would say, I would say, hold on, before that one, you look dejected. Yeah, you're, yes. Before you go to that one, I wanted to add, when you do these things, like if you go to an office Christmas party or to a, or to a neighborhood Christmas party or whatever it is. Try as far as possible to bring other members of your missional community with you so that there's not just you as a single Christian going, but it's multiple Christians because it's when we go on mission together 
that the gospel really makes an impression. So anyway, so the next one Camille was really excited about. Number five is what? So um, some of these last ones that we've suggested are more group, larger settings. So for those of you that are introverts, um, then this next one might be for you where... It's for Camille also, let me tell you. Where you go... <laughs> <laughs> let me just tell you, this is for Camille. So where you go shopping for Christmas gifts and go with someone else, invite a friend to go with you, a coworker or, you know, just a friend that you have in the community to go Christmas shopping together. And it might be a lot more enjoyable for those of you who may not like Christmas shopping. I absolutely love Christmas shopping, so it's not a problem for me, but, um, yeah, just another way for introverts to get involved as well. So invite friends and people you are discipling to go Christmas shopping with you. Cool. So I did want to mention one more thing, though, and that is I know some people, like, they go serve on Christmas, and I think that's really cool, and I'm not at all opposed to that. As a matter of fact, I think our particular family maybe has gotten a little too consumeristic with Christmas, and I've even mentioned, well, why don't we just not buy gifts and we go buy gifts for other people or we serve them or whatever. And I know we've said in the past that, serving at a soup kitchen or whatever is not necessarily fully missional. But I do think there is some value in considering um, taking more of a of a uh, outward serving approach to Christmas and not just buying lots of stuff for one another. And uh, what do you think of that idea? Camille? Yeah, definitely. For yeah. sure. And... Um, but I do, I do think that if we do these types of things, we need to recognize that since we're called to make disciples, the people we are really on mission to are those that we're serving with and not as much those that we are serving. So um, those that are there helping us as we, you know, if it's at a soup kitchen or whatever, they're the ones we're really making disciples of and not necessarily the people who are coming through the line. So if your missional community wants to do something like that, or your family wants to do something like that, you're really d- m- discipling mostly those that you're, again, serving with and not as much those that you are serving. So, yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Okay. So uh, anything else on this awesome topic, Camille, as we... We kick off the Christmas season with this amazing podcast. I don't think so. So thanks for listening. I hope you're having a good holiday season, and we'll see you next time. This is Mission Lab. Thank you for listening to Mission Lab. Our theme song is Portland Hike by Tiny Music. Additional editing by Chris O'Day. Follow us on Twitter at MLabPodcast.